Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. your prayer life like how much time do you spend just talking to your father in the average day it's a dangerous thing we easily fall into a pattern of of not really talking to him about life and that's such a mistake things that we need his direction for it's not that i need to sit in his presence until i get an answer you know that's something that i find a lot of times we we misunderstand you know we're asking him lord what do i do about this and and we think we're going to just sit there and, and wait, and he's going to answer us right then. Today, Pastor Robert will remind you just how important your prayer life is. The Bible says that Christians will have struggles in this world, and struggles come each and every day. But how can you withstand the trials of everyday life? Well, on your own, you can't. But just like if you talked to a trusted friend, Jesus will confront you and support you through the day. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 14 for today's edition of Main Thing Radio. not an interpretation of the, of the tongue because he's made it clear over and over again when a man speaks in an unknown tongue he's speaking to God he's not speaking to men prophecy is directed toward people prayer is directed toward God and what this is telling us is that tongues is always prayer it's always prayer and so when there's an interpretation it will be some form of you know giving of thanks or declaring to God, you know, his wonders, you know, you're such a great and awesome God. You've given us, you know, an amazing place to live. You've provided for our, you know, it'll be expressions of praise and expressions of gratitude and, and, you know, those kinds of things, declaring his wondrous works, you know, as it worded it back in the, in the book of, of Acts. And he says, you know, this is good stuff, but other people need to be able to, to understand it. And so when, when an interpretation, you know, when someone speaks publicly in tongues, and, and if you notice what Paul is saying is that that's just not ideal. It just is not. But when it takes place, there, there has to be an interpretation. And if someone offers an interpretation that sounds more like a prophecy, well, that's probably because it was a prophecy. It doesn't mean that what they said was invalid. It may not have been invalid. It may very well have been a prophetic statement from, from the Lord. It just wasn't the interpretation to the, to the, you know, to the expression of tongues that happened. Two separate things are going on there. And if, a, you know, if a biblical, if an interpretation doesn't take place, he, he tells us that the person should keep silent. And in verse 18, he says, I thank my God, I speak with tongues more than you all. Yet in the church, I'd rather speak five words with my understanding that I may teach others also than 10,000 words. 
in a tongue. So Paul had the gift of tongues, and he fully utilized the gift. He, he, he says, I speak in tongues more than all you guys. But I don't find the need to do it in church. It's not beneficial in church. It's, I'd rather, in church, I'd rather speak you know, five words that you can understand than 10,000 that you can't. It's just a matter of practicality. And so apparently Paul, when he prayed in the Spirit, he did so in private. He didn't put on a show for people. Because again, he was more interested in substance than show. He said, I, I, I want it to be beneficial. You know, I want my speech to be beneficial to you guys in that public context. Now, you know, again, the flip side of that is it needs to be happening in private. You know, what is your prayer life like? How much time do you spend just talking to your father in the average day? It's a dangerous thing. We easily fall into a pattern of, of not really talking to him about life, and that's such a mistake. Things that we need his direction for. It's not that I need to sit in his presence until I get an answer. You know, that's something that I find a lot of times we, we misunderstand. You know, we're asking him, Lord, what do I do about this? And, and we think we're going to just sit there and, and wait, and he's going to answer us right then. Well, maybe so, maybe not. More often than not, for me, it, and I don't know if it's just because I'm hard-headed, you know, I'm hard of hearing. It takes a while. But I've realized I just I need to just I need to relax. God, what do we do about this building? How do we approach this? What do we do? I haven't you know heard a thunderous answer. I'm gonna do it this way, Robert. And I'd like that. That'd be great. So far it hadn't happened that way. And in the past, when I when I look back, that's generally not the way he has worked, but he does answer. He answers in his perfect timing, and I need to be patient and wait. It doesn't mean I stop asking. Do you understand? I, we need to pray. We need to spend time in His presence. And and I encourage you, if, if you don't have the gift of tongues, to ask Him for it. Brethren, verse 20, Brethren, don't be children in understanding. And what does He mean by that? Well, I, I really think that, again, they were misunderstanding the whole idea of spiritual maturity. And they were looking around, and, and people that were showy in their spirituality. You ever met people like that? That they're, when, when they pray, after they pray, you don't want to pray. Because you can't pray like that. It just seems to be, Oh, thou great and glorious heavenly Father, thou who providest for all. You know, and, they, and they go on to this, just, just, this beautiful King James prayer. And, and when they're done, everybody's just kind of silent. Nobody wants to follow that act. And that's what it was. It was an act. In many cases, not in every case, not in every case. I grew up in a, in a church where pretty much all the men prayed something, you know, kind of like it was in King James English, you know. Some of them were very sincere and others were just putting on a show. Just showy with their Christianity. And... and with the gift of tongues, thinking that, you know, the, the, the louder and the more um, rapid fire or, you know, whatever, the more melodious, 
the expression of the tongues, you know, the, the more spiritual the person, or the more often they pray out, you know, in public in tongues, the more spiritual they are. That, you know, when I first became a Christian, that was kind of the attitude in the charismatic circles of that day. You know, that a really, you know, a spirit-filled Christian was going to just go for it, you know, and be praying in tongues and shouting hallelujah and jumping up and down and the hands in the air, you know, and just all expressive and emotional. And and that's not the same as being spiritual. And that's what Paul is dealing with right here. Emotion's not a bad thing. Being expressive, not a bad thing. I, I have to tell you, I mean, I look forward to the day when Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, really gets enthusiastic in the worship time. Right now, we all tend to be kind of, you know, and that's my personality a little bit. I tend to be a little more... A little more cautious, a little more reserved, you know. And and I've noticed that our, the church tends to be a little more reserved, a little more cautious, you know. You'll see a few people, you know, with their hands up, whatever. But do you understand? There's nothing wrong with being enthusiastic in 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 our worship, but that doesn't mean we're. It's not a mark of spirituality. And I think that's what Paul is addressing here. He says, "Don't be children in understanding." In malice be babes, you know, we, we should be, we should be, you know, simple in that area, you know, not malicious, but in understanding, he says, grow up, be mature. With men of other tongues and other lips, I'll speak to this people, and yet for all that, they'll not hear me, says the Lord. Therefore, tongues are for a sign, not to those who believe, but to unbelievers. Prophesying is not for unbelievers, but for those who believe. Therefore, if the whole church comes together in one place and all speak with tongues, and there come in those who are uninformed or unbelievers, will they not say you're out of your mind? But if all prophesy and an unbeliever or an uninformed person comes in, he's convinced by all, he's convicted by all, and thus the secrets of his heart are revealed. And so falling down on his face, he'll worship God and report that God is truly among you. Now, if you read that carefully and think about what he's saying, he seems to contradict himself. I wrestled with this passage for a couple of weeks. I have to be honest with you. I listened to all, a whole bunch of different teachers and read a bunch of different commentaries because it, it, it seems at first glance like Paul is contradicting himself. First he says tongues are a sign to unbelievers and prophesying is not for unbelievers but for those who believe. But then he goes on to say that if somebody comes in and the whole church is speaking in tongues, they're going to think you're crazy. Well, which is it, Paul? Both. Both. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. You've been listening to Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain. During this season that's filled with uncertainty, we know that one thing is unchanged. God is in control. We encourage you to take time daily to spend in the Word, in prayer. As with many churches across our nation, Calvary Miami Beach is holding church online. We'd love for you to join us. Go to calvarymiamibeach.org to connect to our Sunday virtual service. And be sure to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel for more messages. We also know how essential prayer is during this time. And we want you to know we're already praying for you. Is there anything specific we can be lifting up to the Lord? Please let us know through our prayer request form at calvarymiamibeach.org. 
Would you do the same for us? Please keep Pastor Robert and our church staff in your prayers, as well as our nation's leaders and those affected by this virus. Thank you for praying, and if you feel led to support Main Thing Radio financially during this time, we would be grateful. You can donate online at calvarymiamibeach.org. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio.